When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. We're talking real money. Well, in honor of retire meat coming up at the end of February, we're going to, in uh, several of the next few episodes, focus like we've never done before, like, right, on retirement. Well, why do we focus on retirement? Not just because we're doing retire meat, but because retirement is going to be the biggest expense of your life. We spend more time working, or at least we should spend more time working on having money for retirement than we should on having money for pretty much anything else. College, houses, cars, all those kinds of things. Retirement is important. Now, there is a perception among human beings that the old days were the better days. You remember Leave it to Beaver and Father Knows Best and all of that kind of television of the 50s. And, you know, Dad retired from his job at the insurance company or at the accounting firm, and he got a pension and a gold watch, and he and Marge sat on the porch rocking into eternity. Those were the good old days. Everybody was taken care of. They got pensions. Oh, well, um, were they? Were they, Tom? Well, it's always the good old days, right? Nostalgia is a positive look back. Uh, You got to look at the word, make sure you understand when it's like, oh, it was so great. Mm -hmm. But it wasn't really that great. And we can thank our friend John Reckenthaler of Morningstar for doing the heavy lifting on this topic. He went back to 1973. He actually looked, traveled back in time? I, which he's really good, Whoa, man. I told John. you, that's heavy lifting. Yeah. Uh, the wrecking, so, wrecking taller, the wrecking ball. He did that and looked at private sector retirees. Now, these are not folks who work for the municipality, okay? And then compared them to 2021 private sector retirees to see if the good old days were really the good old days. Now, remember, according to Reckenthaler's work, 44% of private sector employees received a pension. So you got a pension and you got Social Security, which I think people, that's why they think, oh, that was, that was really great. You made you had so much more income. It was really terrific. Um, but 44% got pensions. So that means there's another 56% that didn't. The pensions were not very big. In fact, According to Mr. Reckenthaler, the growth of pensions uh, from 73 to 79, the average pension benefit grew 40 percent, but inflation was up 63 percent. So pensions over periods they of time, didn't keep up. they don't keep up very well, but they make you feel good. It's that yeah. guaranteed income. But what he did was fascinating. He took the pension, right? He took Social Security and then. Obviously, he he built that up for inflation, right, to, to see what the actual number would have been in 2021 1973 is the year we started right 2021 so your by the way social security benefit in 1973 the median 
$166 a month, which sounds pretty light. Yeah. But that yeah, equates but you know, to it was funny. I was looking at a hundred dollar bill on my dresser and How I was long thinking going to stay there. I was, it, it, exactly. It's a hundred dollar bill. I mean, what am I going to do with it? But then I was looking at it going, you know, that's really 40 years ago, 30 years. That's, that's 10 bucks. Yeah. Maybe it 20. Doesn't add up today, but okay. So you got that, the pen, the median pension, 177 in today's dollars. It's absolutely fascinating, right? That, uh, that the, the benefits, total benefits in today's dollars would have been $1,475 a month, 1,470, which isn't going to get very far in today's world. Now, I don't know, depending on where you live, right? But it's, that's pretty light. Um, then he went and looked at, okay, what about today? Now today it's only 11% of private, uh, employer jobs have a pension 11%. So the number is much mm -hmm. smaller, right? So people have to rely on the defined contribution plan. Well, guess what? According That's to the Morningstar, 401k, correct. the 403b, Thank the IRAs. Yeah. yeah. Guess what the, according to, he used Vanguard's, uh, looking at Vanguard's work in 2021, the median balance for 401k in 2021. Do you have any idea what it was? I think I already told I'm you. I'm sure so. it's not good. <laughs> it's not good. 87,725. So they took that number. Okay. Well, wait, wait, wait. Now that's the median, which is, you know, there, there's the same number below and above. Yep. It's exactly. The line. More or less. Yep. But, 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 but is that for everybody? This is just Vanguard's number. The, yeah, but their for plans. everybody, they're yep. twenty-year-olds and they're yep. sixty-year-olds. I do not know that. Uh, yeah, the, the, see, I think it is. It just the says, median it just would be medium. everybody. Yep. So you're gonna, it's gonna get skewed because you've got so right people just starting know, putting five dollars in number. I just okay, fair enough, that. fair enough. But you got to pick something. You got to plant yeah, your flag somewhere. Okay. It's it's not easy to do. But let's just assume should you have the eighty-seven. 725 and you yeah. decide to be aggressive take 5% out a year okay okay that's monthly income of $366 so you take that and then you take today's or 2021's median social security payout which is $1600 a month 1658 so you take I that I am rolling in dough yeah so instead of $1000 a year so. instead of getting the $1,475 you would have gotten in the middle in 1973. Today, in the middle, it's 2021, not today, $1,945. So the good old days really don't look like the good old days. And guess what? Despite the slings and arrows, the blasting it gets all the time, Social Security is really where the difference was made up. Uh, today's Median private sector retirees are undeniably undeniably better off than their forebears. Their progress owes, according to Reckenthaler, not to the development of defined contribution plans, but instead to the quiet increase in Social Security payments. Now, in other words, the growth I, of Social Security has been the difference here. Yeah, Fascinating. that's been a big difference. But also, if we actually look for the median savings, retirement savings, for people in their fifties or sixties, the picture looks brighter, even How much brighter. Did you look that up? I'm assuming. I looked it up. Uh, <laughs> Fifty-five to sixty-four. How it's, much? Uh, over four hundred thousand dollars. Wow! So you take five percent of that. Now you're twenty. Now you're I mean, talking up. real money. Yeah, right. Now, now you're too. talking. You are. You're really. You're talking decent money. So the the it, it is hopeful, but the reality is, 
You're right. These are absolutely the best old days. And the people good old forget days that. Yeah. Dunk is a, as a matter of fact, if you go back two generations, generation and a half, go back to before Social Security, pensions were rare. Very few people got them, but very few people lived long I enough was to going get there. them. Long life was rare. <laughs> long life was rare, and and yeah. it's for those of you who are going to attend retire meet. I've, I'm doing a new presentation this year on the history of oh, retirement investing. So good, and it is absolutely fascinating the difference that uh, the difference that less than a hundred years has made in our financial lives. You should be so happy to be alive today. And people forget that they overlook. Oh, by the way, I looked it up. My great, great, great grandfather put it all in railroad bonds and ended up with nothing. So it didn't turn out too well for him for his retirement, I guess. You actually looked that up? No, I didn't. I was making that up. But uh, because because people think investing. <laughs> well, was, when you said railroad bonds, you know, if you had said tulip bulbs, oh, then, well, you know, then I like would have. Yeah. Great, 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 great. That's going back to the 17th century. That's been a while. The railroad bonds in the late 19th century all went, kab- I mean, they didn't all, but not, a lot of not all plus, couples not survived, all. couples survived union Pacific the point is, there for a while. It was hard. You couldn't buy an index fund. Then you really couldn't invest in stocks. And it was very much, um, you really couldn't not invest. much available. No, not really. So, I mean, what, what's your takeaway from all this? What, what do you, what do you read into this? That number one, I think I read into it. People kind of quit complaining so much. Exactly. <laughs> it's like, come on, man. Really? I'm saying, I think we should be a little more grateful for what we've got. Even if you're at the lower end of that scale, even if you're down at the bottom where you're collecting just that 2000 a month from your savings and your social security, even there, I'm telling you, you're better off than your ancestors were a hundred years ago. Not Much to mention the indoor off. plumbing and all that stuff. Oh, oh well, I'm not even bringing that stuff up. <laughs> you know the fact that the yeah. fact that you can. Uh, well, that's 150 years ago. That you can you can go from one coast to the other without taking six months. And uh, today, though, you got to bring your own door, so it's a little tougher. But you get through that, I guess. So it, uh, these are the good old days, and the the trick is for them to get even better. You want them better. We don't want them worse. You want them better, right? You just have to do a few little simple oh, things. Thank you, Don, for just asking about that. Simple yeah, things. simple things. Tom has okay. a couple. And I do. And I'll you know fill what? in the blanks if he forgets one. Okay, because early and often is the beginning of this. If it's not you, because if you're already part of the silver tsunami, then uh, take a look back. Work with your kids and your grandkids. That's people getting older. Yeah, no, I'm 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 looking at your I'm, hair. Going, my hair's blonde. Yeah, so now that would about. definitely be. These, and it's curled just like a wave at the top to cover <laughs> I'm falling the over. recession. Exactly. Uh, so <laughs> We're going to call it the recession. Tom is facing a recession. I'm not getting a cut any shorter before retirement. I can tell you that. <laughs> um, start early and often. And if it's not you because it's too late to start early, then get your kids. And if it's too late, for, get your grandkids. Get people started saving. You got to do it, Right. And it's so easy today. I mean, look at look at the if you save for your kids or grandkids college education, you can give them start with their retirement savings in a Roth IRA. And if they have any income at all, you could put to, you could put a hundred dollars away in a Roth IRA for them that would grow for six. There's so many easy ways do, to do this. Do we actually want to make it that easy for them though? I mean, <laughs> come on, look at how easy we have it compared with our ancestors. Do we want them to just kind of slouch their way into the future? We drove by all the office buildings today because my wife had to give me a ride. 
to pick up another vehicle. Shocking how few lights were on at like eight o'clock. I'm like, nobody is at work. It just come on. Um, okay, number two, and this is critical. Once you've done the saving part, you got to invest it properly. Wide diversification, low cost. Make sure you hold the globe's portfolio because you don't know uh, really what's going to be great next. We've talked about that ad nauseum. And number three, this is maybe the most critical part because if the benefit that's grown the most over the last 50 years is Social Security, get everything you've got coming to you. That may mean you got to bridge your savings to age 70. That may mean you got to work a little longer than you want to. Look at us, silver tsunami still hustling. So, I mean, the thing is, thing is, wait on Social Security, please, pretty please, because for most people, if that's going to be the biggest benefit, you got to max it out, period. Now, explain what you mean about uh, by bridging to that for those well, who don't know what you're referring me, thank to you. yeah so yeah so so you're yeah. eligible your fra is I, this year 66 and eight six months, eight months. Eight months you're 66 yes. eight i'm already at fri because i'm the old guy here um so i i want to bridge you want to bridge until 70 what do you mean well okay it means waiting on social security because a lot of people it's still a third of the country wakes up at age 62 and says i'll take it uh, which is outrageous. But in, what I'm talking about bridging is either taking uh, money that, to pay for your lifestyle if you're retiring from your job prior to age 70, using money you've saved to pay the bills rather than claiming Social Security. Remembering Social Security gets that 8% a year growth, which is very difficult to get from your investment. So taking that or working longer or taking a part-time job, paying your, getting some sort of income. I've seen this in my with my family members where they're getting something in the door to defer Social Security. And in, actually, in this case that I'm referring to, he's deferring taking anything out of his assets because it's going to be close. <laughs> he's going to need the money. So wait, wait, wait. But what I'm talking about bridging is finding another way to pay the bills before age 70 so you can delay Social Security until that And age. if that means drawing down your investment portfolio, Thank so you. be it, because that extra income is going to be the, the addition to your Social Security it, it is greater than what you are likely to make on most investments. Likely. You might it, make more, historically, but you probably won't. I do not believe people to tell you it's easy to make 12% a year, because that is utter nonsense. Utter Dave. nonsense. Dave, sorry, yeah. Dave, you know, you know, we're talking about you, Dave. Sorry. All righty. Uh, do you have any questions? I got lots of questions. That came in at talkingrealmoney.com on the contact form. Yes. That people actually typed up. They did. And that you printed on a piece of paper, killing <laughs> a tree. <laughs> because it's the only way I can read these things. Uh, okay. This they comes. <laughs> iPads. I, I read things on those all the Mike, time. Tom. Mike, thank you for rescuing me. Mike from Scottsdale, where I wish I was right now. Um, I wish I was in Scottsdale. It's warm. Sunny. Uh, I know you both believe that all of your investment accounts, uh, he talks about uh, Roth, IRAs, traditional IRAs, 401ks, brokerage, should be considered as one portfolio and allocated per the investment strategy and not to have each account broken down, allocated. In other words, you don't hold every fund in each account. Yeah, yeah. Total yeah. agreement. There's a but. There's a but in this statement. In this it's question, coming. I feel it. Yes, you're but, right. You're going to butt in here in a minute. I also know that you like to hold the bond portion in taxed advantage accounts, like the aforementioned 401k, IRAs, those kind of well, things. You hate to pay taxes on in, exactly. on all that income. He says, "I'm turning 65 this year." He's one of the 11,000 people 
I think it's every week that's turning. Are you uh, going to say silver tsunami? No, I'm not going to say it again. Okay. I'm not going to say silver tsunami. Uh, Looking to retire at full retirement age, 66 years, 10 months. See, he's got to wait another two months because I'm born a year before him. Plan to take Social Security at age 70. That is a home run. That's all good so far. Okay. Since the HSA, that's the health savings account, will be used for medical costs later in retirement from, say, from 75 on, would you recommend this too be part of the overall portfolio or viewed separately it's part of the overall portfolio in a way because your overall portfolio includes short-term cash long-term cash ah, stuff, thank you because your stuff because that's your whole portfolio so yeah it should be a part of the portfolio but you're going to want to have you but mentioned you want to cash. Have liquidity yeah you're going to need liquidity here because the thing is mike that you don't know when that you may think you're going to wait till 75 on health care expenses you don't know Something would pop up next year that you're going to need that, that HSA money. So, yes, it should be viewed as it part of it, but of liquidity. Uh, what, 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 what as I'm ask? 67 years old going, I think I'm starting to fall apart now. You're not uh, falling apart. Um, anyway, no, I think I think that Don's right. There should be a, an overall look at your portfolio. The shorter term portion of it probably should be in the HSA. I think in my case, I have a couple thousand in like cash or cash equivalents. The rest of it's invested. That's the way I look at it. That's the right way to look at it, in my okay. opinion. Okay, thank you. I'm so happy. Good All work. right, this comes really from well. down the street for you, uh, Iris from Melbourne, Florida. Actually, that is it's just down US 192, just okay. straight 192. down the road. Uh, says I'm retiring from my government job in a couple months. Part of the oh, I can't say it. Uh, and want to open a Roth IRA separate from my TSP thrift savings plan while still employed. What should I invest in? Which stocks, which bonds, etc. He's know, just denying like the answer because <laughs> it, it depends. It, it's starting backward. We're starting. We keep doing this as investors. So I have money. What should I put it in? No, 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 no. Do you have any more information? No. The, the only information I have See, is that's the problem. That Iris I don't has anything. a TSP and Iris wants to open a Roth IRA. Right. So I'm assuming the Roth has nothing in it. Okay, Today. that's a reasonable and I'm assumption. The but TSP has something in it, although I have no idea how much. There's the problem. We don't know how the TSP is invested. We don't know what this person's tolerance for or need to take risk is, and how soon she needs the money. How soon yeah. the money is necessary? How much of the money is needed to support her in retirement? We all the important questions that we would ask someone are left unanswered and what what the question implies and and this i think i i have to admit that i fed into this for many years in my career as a radio host what it implies is that there is knowledge magical knowledge that somebody has out there where they can divine what you should invest in based on the current circumstances in the world. What's the best thing to ah, buy right this now? This gets back to what people generally believe about stockbrokers, which I know people, if if you just went on the street and asked somebody, what's Tom Cock, that's what they're going to tell you yeah, because they don't probably. know different. he's a stockbroker. That's because we have trained people to believe that stockbrokers know that. They know the future. And if you just walk in off the street, they're going to say, well, you wouldn't want to invest in uh, short-term treasuries anymore. They're in a bad way. You're going to put it in X. 
Right. And Don's because exactly of, right. Because you, our brilliant economists have studied right. everything there is to study, exactly. and we know what the future will bring. Nobody, 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 nobody knows that. Nobody, so, nobody, Iris, nobody. you need to go back first and have the plan and say, right. okay, here's when I'm going to start drawing the money. Here's my risk tolerance. Therefore, my Roth can be in X. Now, and, and do we have so ideas funny. once you once once you tell us what if it could be in stocks or bonds or whatever? Sure, but we without that info we can't do it. But something what is funny. so funny? This yes. question has always has come up for as long as we've done this podcast show, and that's probably the biggest reason why years ago Tom and I sat down and go, "How do we take care of this?" Because we these people are sending us questions. It's impossible to get with them and figure out what they need and why they need it and what their risk profile is and all that stuff. How do we help all of these people? You can't just say, well, good luck. I'm not comfortable saying, were you comfortable saying that? No, because if I just say, put it all in the, you know, Avantis global equity fund, that could be completely wrong based on where she is in her life. Right. Or telling them to, you know, go fly a kite, work it out on your own figure it out. We, we, that just seemed mean, which is why we came up with actual free help. <laughs> That's funny. I do, do that on Sundays when I referee boys high school game. You get guys. free help or you just no, walk I, I away? Tell them, buzz say, off, go, dude, whatever. Buzz off. Yeah, exactly. Stupid, That's my buzz off ungrateful day. Ungrateful children. Exactly. I think I'm giving Literally. you a Roth IRA. You got another thing coming. I'm going to give you this here yellow card. I always love handing those out on Sundays. It gets the week started off right. A little, uh, festive, okay. little festive tossing of the yellow cards. <laughs> you never know when things yeah. might help. So yeah. um, you, you're the free offer thing. But I, I was thought we were going to talk about retire meat, which you I, can we're now do register that too, for. But I wanted to just mention for her, particularly for somebody like ah, Iris. Yes, she does need direct uh, yeah, help. You yes, need to right. sit down with somebody for a few minutes. Just, it doesn't take very long. It, you know, 15, 20 minutes, hour, uh, and, and get the help you need to figure out where you're going to go with the new money. And uh, you can do that at talkingrealmoney.com. Just click meet an advisor. We're not going to try and sell you anything. And now, ladies and gentlemen, for the first time ever, you are eligible to register online for the virtual retire meet 10 slash 2024 coming up Saturday, February 24th, 2024. Mm-hmm. Don McDonald, Tom Cock, yeah, Paul me. Merriman, Weston Wellington, Herb Weisbaum. I can't even name everybody. Tina Hall, everybody in one room, one day, and you can watch them all at home in your jammies, comfortable. Um, it's a great event. We had how many online people? We had like a thousand people. We had a thousand. We had more than a thousand. So, okay. There's a little, so it is available to you, but there's a little turn this year. So we're going to finance financial literacy with your money. Here's how it's going to work. You're going to pay us $5 for the pleasure of being part of Retirement 2024, and that's going to go to a financial literacy organization to try to help people get better educated about their money. Do we know which one? A not-for-profit. Uh, there's a couple we're looking at right now. So right. I will make that eminently clear. But anyway, you can go to Retire Meet. It's that's the Don E's. McDonald will tell you what to do on the podcast fund. <laughs> that's coming soon. Yeah. E-E-T or E-A-T, whichever works for you if you're hungry or if you just want to get together and meet people. Uh, February 24th, that it will be beginning at 8 a.m. Pacific time. So if you're on the East Coast, guess what? You get to sleep in Saturday. So it's pretty neat. We were, of course, thinking of you. Oh, yeah. You know, I always thought it was too early. 
but I, know I guess you when do. you're on the East Coast, it's okay. Anyway, well, thank you all. Thank you for being a part of this edition of Talking Real Money. Please tell friends and relatives and acquaintances. And uh, if you like what you hear, leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. If you hate us, just don't. Just don't. Just stop listening. If you hate us, stop listening. There are plenty of other podcasts that will that will will pander to your love of whatever stupid thing it is you want to be in. Just go find somebody else. Otherwise, stick with us. Thanks for being there. I'm Don. Tom's over there, and um, we're just doing that thing. Oh yeah, talking real money. That's what it's called. The opinions and views expressed on this podcast were current on the date recorded. Opinions, estimates, forecasts, and statements of financial market trends that are based on current market conditions constitute our judgment and are subject to change without notice, including any forward-looking estimates or statements which are based on certain expectations and assumptions. Although information and opinions given have been obtained from or based on sources believed to be reliable, no warranty or representation is made as to their correctness, completeness, or accuracy. Information presented on the podcast is not personalized investment advice from Appella Wealth. The views and strategies described may not be suitable for everyone. This podcast does not identify all the risks, direct or indirect, or other considerations which might be material to you when entering any financial transaction. Past performance does not guarantee future results, and profitable results cannot be guaranteed. We hope you realize that the information provided on Talking Real Money is for informational, educational, and hopefully enjoyable purposes only. The podcast is not trying to get you to buy or sell any financial products or securities. Instead, the program is provided as a public service by a Appella Wealth, a fee-only registered investment advisor. Please see Appella Wealth's ADV Part 2A on our website for information regarding Appella's fees and services. Appella Capital, LLC, DBA Appella Wealth is an investment advisory firm registered with the Securities and Exchange Commission. The firm only transacts business in the states where it is properly registered or excluded or exempt from registration requirements. Registration with the SEC or any state securities authority does not imply a certain level of skill or training. Appella does not provide tax or legal advice, and nothing either stated or implied here should be inferred as providing such advice. Thanks for listening, and please visit TalkingRealMoney.com for more information and important disclosure related to performance of any specific index or fund quoted in this podcast. Is anybody still listening?